Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Charmed. For everybody out there in the dating world, it can get pretty frustrating trying to communicate online with someone you're interested in. How many millions of screenshots have you texted? How can you tell if he's being a serial killer or just being weird? For that, there's this new app out there called Charmed. It actually helps people communicate better. Charmed puts your friends inside your conversations on Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge so they can give you advice and call out Chad's red flags before it's too late. The guys at Charmed are professionals who have come up with a way for you to share all your dating app combos with your friends, and that is how you're gonna get quality dates. And if you're not single, even better. You don't have to be single or on a dating app to use Charmed. Download Charmed, get your single friends to download Charmed, and help them get the dates that they deserve, not the chads. Hurry up and visit www.charmed.app to get Charmed now. Your friends will thank you. Hello, hello. Welcome to Bachelor Blab. I'm your host, Jackie Maroney, and my guest today is Stephanie Parker, aka She's All Batch on Instagram. Hi, Stephanie. Hey, Jackie. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thank you for taking the time. I know you're also an entertainment journalist, and you also run the page She's All Batch on Instagram. How did all of that come to be? Because She's All Batch is really taking off, and I feel like a lot of my friends have reached out to me being like, you need to follow this page on Instagram. It's so funny. Like, I'm just so curious about it. <laughs> that's, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. Um, so I've been an entertainment journalist for the past like almost decade now. I've worked for a bunch of different outlets. And a year ago, I decided that I wanted to start a Bachelor meme page. And when I came up with She's All Batch, the name, that's kind of where things took off. And, you know, it kind of had a little bit of a slow start and then Colton season hit. And it really just kind of took on its a life of its own. And the past year, it's been this really fun side hustle almost where it's worked hand in hand with my work. Like it's, I've gotten more writing jobs from it, but then I also am able to promote the content that I write on the page. So it's really been this fun double whammy that I'm, I'm really excited about. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's honestly an amazing account. Do you come up with all of these memes yourself or where do you get your content from? <laughs> I do. Uh, and thank you. Um, I really do come up with everything myself. I mean, once in a blue moon, if, if I really like something, I'll share something of someone else's, but obviously always credit. I get really annoyed when people don't do credit. Um, so, so I mean, uh, sometimes if I, I'll see a meme that I think is really good on another page and I'll be like, oh damn, I wish I thought of that, but I don't then go and try to take it. I just give them the, you know, I like theirs and give them their props that they deserve and try to come up with my own next time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is, it's all original and it's, it's so much fun. I'm, I'm having a blast with it. No, it's, it's really, it's really taken off. Like you should be so proud of, of I don't know if that's like a normal thing. It's like around the Thanksgiving table. It's like, yes, you should be so proud of your meme account. But honestly, <laughs> I am fabulous. <laughs> so, so much has happened. I mean, this is the, we kind of lucked out in the sense that no, we had already scheduled to record today and, and talk, but some big news dropped yesterday, and I think we need to discuss it. Chris mm-hmm. and Katie broke up officially. I mean, I think we all saw it coming, but what were your – like, did you see it coming, actually? The better question. I saw it coming, but did you? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yes, of course. Um, and, yeah, we really did luck out with this timing of having this podcast scheduled. Um <laughs> Yeah, totally saw it coming. Uh, I thought their relationship was completely BS from the start. I think that, I don't know, the way Paradise looks at engagements is like, well, we might as well get engaged, just like we might as well go get like tacos for dinner. Like there's just no thought behind why a couple is actually getting engaged. It's just the ring is free, so we might as well. So I kind of I'm surprised actually that they didn't break up sooner, which is pathetic because I'm pretty sure the finale was September. Yeah, it really wasn't that long ago. And it's just been like, they've been dropping like flies, which leads me to ask you, like I was reading this on um, the subreddit because I'm a psycho about the Bachelor subreddit and I spend lots of time on it. Like, do you think the show would be better if they stopped pushing this whole engagement thing? Because it seems that the couples that sometimes have the best luck and actually are genuine couples like Kendall and Joe, like Astrid and Kevin, they don't get engaged. Like I think this whole like, oh, we've been drunk on the beach together for two weeks. So like, let's get engaged. Cause like, why not? Like, just like you said, like, like, oh, let's get tacos and then let's get engaged. It just kind of, it's one thing if they were on the show for two weeks, spontaneously got engaged knowing it was stupid, but then actually committed to like working through it and staying engaged. But none of them do. They just, they get engaged. They wear the ring for a little bit. And then they're like, "Mm, yeah, mm, I'm over the ring. Like we're not engaged anymore. And it just kind of deepens the whole show in my opinion. I don't know. What do you think? Absolutely. And yeah, like I, I, like I said, I think if the ring wasn't free, we'd be seeing a completely different show because I don't think these guys would really be shelling out the money for an engagement ring for a girl they just met three weeks ago. Particularly cringe when they refer to proposal day. Like when they say, you know, well, next week is proposals. Like, are you kidding me? Like, why is there a proposal day? Why, like, you really think this is normal to speak that way? So I, I just think that cheapens it too. Like, you shouldn't know that it's proposal day. You shouldn't, it, there's, there's so many things wrong with it. And I, I completely agree. I think if they stopped pushing the, the, the forced engagement, we wouldn't have people, like Chris and Katie 
should not have gotten engaged. They were not a couple that should have gotten engaged at all. And I, I think it's pretty ridiculous that they even, this is so mean to say, but like that they even wanted to be taken seriously as an engaged couple. Well, which then leads me to believe like, should any couples be getting it? Cause like the idea of knowing someone for two weeks and, and I know we know now that like, obviously they all don't only know each other for two weeks. They all hang out in the same circles. They've definitely all met at events and stuff, but like you dated this person and like lived with them quote unquote for two weeks and then got engaged. And like, should anyone be getting engaged? Which then is like, all right, well then, should anyone be getting engaged at the end of The Bachelor? I mean, I guess the concept of the show is crazy. And I guess I'm trying to figure out, like, where do we draw the line between, like, normal crazy because it's a TV show and just, like, okay, this is a fucking sham now. <laughs> like, I don't know what we're even talking about. Well, I, the way I watch the show, I actually don't necessarily care about an engagement. I don't know why ABC feels like... I feel like when ABC talks about the viewers, they're oh, the viewers need engagement. Like I literally, I don't like when they, there's articles that come out about the ring. I couldn't care less. Like I really don't care that you're engaged because I normally think it's a sham. Um, I'm more watching for, I'm like a villain girl. I'm a drama girl. I want to see like the group date where there's cat fights going on. I really don't care to see a couple pretend that they're ready for an engagement. So, I, I mean, yeah. I don't think people would argue that, well, Jaden Tanner did it. So, well, okay, they're not the, they're the exception. They're not. No, it, it's true. They are the exception, not the rule. And it is kind of funny. Like, you hear Chris Harrison, like, says this all the time where he's like, oh, yes, the Jaden Tanners. Oh, yes, the Carly and Evans. As if, like, this process works. And it's like, dude, yeah. this process does not work. Like, what are you <laughs> even talking about? Like, uh, it's it is a little ridiculous but then I do wonder if they took the engagement aspect out of it would we be getting all of this drama and these villains and all of this all of these like heated emotions over just like dating a guy you know what I'm saying so I, I feel like they almost I mean the producers are evil masterminds and I do think that they know like when you when you heighten the stakes to engagement not just like oh we're gonna leave here casually dating it brings out these emotions that I don't know if you would necessarily get otherwise like would these girls be fighting so much just to like leave there with a boyfriend I don't know yeah no that's that's true I, I just know I still cringe at the like night one I could see my husband in this room like really oh, can God. you <laughs> can you actually though I know it's absolutely I, I agree with you though that like this is not a show about love at the end of the day like it's an entertainment show it's a reality like the whole, like, people, I don't think, watch the show for the love. I think that's a, an element that makes the stakes very high and brings out all of the craziness. But you are so right in that the cast and, like, the people and the interactions is, like, what makes the show good. Um, which brings me to Mr. Pilot Pete as Mr. Bachelor. Um, are you excited about him being The Bachelor? What are your thoughts about him and his season? It's coming up. I've been asking everyone who comes on my show about it, but... I've met no people who are excited about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. I think I wanted Peter, like, I definitely think he was a contender at during Hannah's season. Okay. Then Paradise came, and I just feel like ABC's really dropping the ball with when they're announcing who The Bachelor is, because by the time they announced Peter, I was like, who? Like, that, that guy that I think oh. was on Hannah's season? Like, I just, I just didn't care about him necessarily anymore whereas I really cared about him 
when the timing was right during Hannah's season. So I kind of feel like they dropped the ball there. And I, okay, like full disclosure, I actually just bought Hannah's season on iTunes because I'm weird and I watch old seasons (laughs) because, and I, in my defense, I do that because I, I'm doing so much while I'm watching the show that I don't actually get to really enjoy it. And like, sometimes I like to go back and see like, particularly now with Jed, I'm like, Oh, well, how, how was he treating her during the, it's so fast. I, I recommend it for anyone listening. Okay, on one hand, I'm like, wait, this is the most psycho thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but then now that you're explaining it, I'm like, Hmm, well, wh- what kind of discoveries have you had while watching for a second? So many discoveries. Like, okay. I thought Ari season was shit, but after I want to, I went back and I'm like, Oh, I want to see like how he is with Lauren. Like, was he really better with her than with, with um what's her face becca and like i love seeing the dynamics like how certain stars are like huge celebrities essentially now after paradise or i'm trying to think of like you know like ashley eyes or you know looking yeah exactly and then going back and seeing like ashley i look at what you were on your original season like calm down you know so it's it's funny so anyways I recently just bought Hannah's season. It's 20 bucks on iTunes. It's not the end of the world. And I'm watching Peter and I just, he's definitely cute, but I don't think I would ever look at him and be like, damn. Oh, absolutely not. You know? But I do think that is working in his favor in a a strange way because he is attainable and like approachable. Like if Mm -hmm. I saw Peter out like at a bar randomly I feel like if I went up to talk to him I would like have a chance <laughs> whereas like yeah. if, if I saw Tyler C out I would like melt into a puddle and like not even know how to speak to him and I think in that sense you get a guy who actually I think I genuinely do believe Peter actually wants to just like find a relationship and like live his life whereas I oh, really Wait, oh, you don't? Please, don't argue with me. Yeah. I mean, I just think, no. I, I, I get how you can have that thought, though, because he does have, like, Ben Higgins vibes, and I think yes. that they're really going to kind of lean into that this season. Like, he's wholesome. He's pure, whatever. It's kind of funny because it's like, yeah. I've, I've heard that several times where they're like, oh, he's just very Ben Higgins. He's a nice, like, approachable guy. But then all of the promos are like, like him, I'm flying in the sky and I'm fucking you in a windmill. And I'm, like, I'm like, you guys are trying really hard to make me believe that this man is hot because I'm like yeah. not seeing it. You know what's like really funny? The the drastic difference between last bachelor being Colton and this one being Peter. And it's like virgin, never seen a vagina before. And then yeah. it's like, he fucks. Like it's just they're literally opposite. Except I'm just I'm not buying it with Peter. Like, I would buy it more with Nick Vial or someone that has more of a sexier reputation. Peter, like, okay, you did it four times in a windmill, but she didn't pick you. So it's like, it's like you did it probably only four times and four times only. Yeah. So who do you think would have been the right choice? I mean, a lot of people have said Mike Johnson. I was very into Mike Johnson being The Bachelor for a long, long time. And then as time has gone on and he's kind of done done a similar type thing where he's like, oh, I was on The Bachelor, so I can date real celebrities. Like, I think he thinks he's a little bit more famous than he is. Like he was dating Demi Lovato, like going on these talk shows. And I'm like, now seeing that 
I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe he, that's why they went with Peter. Cause they do want that like wholesome, I'm not looking for fame type guy, but I, I think they really like miss an opportunity with picking Mike still, you know, like so charismatic and so like good looking that smile. Like he is actually a guy I, who is, he's still kind of approachable. He's not like Tyler C level, but He's a guy that it's like, whoa, you are slightly out of my league where like I need to go on a TV show to meet you. Whereas yeah. Peter, it's like, oh, I, I could meet you truly like down the street at my local bar. I, I don't need to go on this TV show and risk public embarrassment for this. Right. You know, I, I do have a thought about Mike. I think it's very telling what the producers, like I pay close attention to what the producers do and certain scenes that say, they set up. I'm like fascinated by it all. And I think it's very telling that Mike went on Paradise and got zero screen time. And I think that is telling of what they thought of him as a personality on the show. I mean, like, I think he's definitely yeah. attractive. He definitely has that, like, girls would want to go on the show to meet him and date him. Like, you know, gorgeous smile, really likable. But can he, maybe the producers just didn't see that in him. Because why then, if you have this guy that you know that a large audience really, really likes. Why wouldn't you give him that platform? Why wouldn't you, at least in paradise, give him, give him a storyline, give him something to go off yeah, of. Like, it's so interesting. And I didn't even think of it that way. I just kind of like in the back of my mind was like, Oh, well, he's not really like dating anyone or really like in any relationship. So I guess that's why he's on the back burner, but you are so right in that. Like that doesn't fucking matter. Like I know when they go on the show, they tell the producers who out of Bachelor Nation they would be interested in meeting. And the producers go out and like make it happen. With the holidays just around the corner, now is the time to order holiday cards for family and friends. Only this year, why not create custom holiday photo cards quickly, easily, and affordably at simplytoimpress.com. Simplytoimpress.com is your holiday photo card headquarters with thousands of unique Christmas cards and other designs to choose from. All you do is upload your family photos, personalize the text, and you're done. Simplytoimpress.com prints your cards on your choice of premium card stock in just a few days and rushes them straight to your door. Maybe that's why the New York Times wire cutter named Simply to Impress their favorite photo card service. They even offer foil cards and hundreds of great holiday card designs for your business, too. Place your order today to save 30% and get free shipping. Just enter promo code DEAL at checkout. Save big on holiday photo cards today using promo code DEAL at simplytoimpress.com. That's simplytoimpress.com. They need to have some connection. So I'm sure Mike said, like, oh, I'm interested in XYZ people if they wanted to show more Mike and give Mike like a little storyline and kind of, and also test the waters to see if exactly. he's a good bachelor and like good on ca camera for like a long period of time and stuff like that. Yeah. Why didn't they give him anything? Like there were so many times where I think he was dating Sydney for a little bit in paradise, but there were so many times where I, I like forgot both of them were like still on the beach. Cause we never saw anything about them. Yeah, and Sydney's forgettable, so I think well, by them allowing her I'm so glad you said that, because I feel like the meanest person in the world was saying this, but, like, I went through a weird phase over the summer where, like, me, my sister, and my mom would just, like, we made a routine out of always watching Bachelor in Paradise. Both nights, like, we'd always go to my mom's house and do that, because, like, 
what else are we doing? And every single time on the intro package, when then they would show Sydney, we're like, what the fuck? She's still here? I like <laughs> forgot who this girl is and that she was still on this beach. And it was just like such a funny running joke for us that we were like, who even is this? And why did they pick her to come on the show? Yeah. And I feel like a producer that's setting Mike up to be The Bachelor wouldn't have let him go with her. He would need to be with someone more. There is a hierarchy on the show. Like he would need yeah. to be more A-list in the bachelor world, like someone with uh, on his level. So mm-hmm. that's what, and then I had, what was my other thought I just had? I just lost my train of thought. Oh, it'll come to me. But yeah, Sydney was not well matched with him. And I don't think they really gave him a fair chance. Oh, I remember. So okay, okay. even if he didn't have, um, a good relationship, which he didn't because it was boring and who cares about Sydney. Um, they could have used him for like funny commentary, which they yeah. didn't. Like, do you remember Tanner on obviously you know Tanner, but like when he was on Caitlin Bristow's season, he mm-hmm. did not have a relationship with her, but he gave some of the most like the funniest commentary, was really good at like narrating what was going on on group dates, and yeah. he was just really good on camera and like the guy had no relationship with Caitlyn, but he was, you know, shown a lot because he was funny on camera and he was really good with delivery. And I feel like they could have at least given Mike that just to like, like you said, have like, feel him out, see like what America thinks about him. But mm-hmm. like the fact that they didn't either makes me feel like they don't think he can or he can't, you right. know, like it's one, it's one or the other. So, I mean, who well, knows? Like, Mike doesn't really strike me as a very funny guy. Like, I don't think he would actually be good at narrating things. Does that make sense? When you're the lead, you're literally the narrator. (laughs) Yeah. But then again, like, is Colton funny and, like, a good narrator? Like, no. No. Hannah, I do think, actually is. Like, I think she, like, she always just says how she's feeling. And I think she was, like, a really great pick. I don't know. But then what, like, do you think there was something the producers didn't like about Mike, even from Hannah's season? Because I always thought, too, with Hannah, to me, it seemed very clear that, like, the chemistry or relationship that he had with Hannah was not even near, like, the way she was feeling with Jed and Tyler and Peter, honestly. So, but yeah, Mike kept going further. He kept getting roses. and But it really seemed to me that, like, what he and Hannah had was just, like, a really great friendship, like, really respectful, really. And they just enjoyed hanging out with each other. It wasn't really, like, romantic by any means. So that's why I thought, I was like, oh, they just keep bringing him along because, like, they want him in the running for Bachelor. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. I thought it was total bullshit when on after, not after the final rose, the men tell all when it was like, Chris was like, Hannah, I I know it's probably hard to see Mike. And I'm like, really? Are we going to pretend like these guys (laughs) had, like, some in-depth relationship? They were, like, barely friends, you know? know. like it's so funny when they try to, like, oh all your exes are here. And it's like, yeah. really? Like the people that I sent home after meeting once? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think Mike would have been great too. I, I don't think they had, I mean, I don't know. Oh, yeah. That was my question. Like, did, do you have, did you have a pick in mind after paradise where you're like, oh, it should have been this person instead of Peter? Or do you, were you just kind of like, oh, I guess it's him. Cause like, who else would it be? I often have a hard time falling asleep at night or staying asleep. I frequently wake up feeling stiff in the morning or I'm always waking up hot and sweaty at night. 
but I just got a purple mattress and this thing is incredible. It is so comfortable. It stays nice and cool at night. It's different than anything I've felt before and I always wake up feeling fresh and recharged. I've been getting the best sleep I've ever had. If you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, you've got to try Purple Mattress. The founders of Purple are two brothers who have been developing cushioning technology for 30 years on things like medical beds and wheelchairs. In 2016, they finally decided to use their patented comfort technology to create Purple, the world's most innovative mattress and the only mattress with the Purple Grid. The Purple Mattress will probably be different from anything you've ever experienced because it uses the one-of-a-kind Purple Grid. It was nothing like memory foam I'm used to. The purple grid feels very unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time. So it keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable so it sleeps cool. And the best parts? There is a 100-night risk-free trial. So if you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund. It's backed also by 10-year warranty and there's free shipping and returns when ordered from purple.com. So you're going to love purple. And right now our listeners will get a free purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great deals they're offering site-wide. So just text believe B L E A V to 84888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text believe to 84888. That's B L E A V to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Probably was leaning more towards Tyler because I felt that there has never been a guy on the show that has gotten this much of a response. Like, I think, I don't, I don't know the stats off the top of my head, but like, didn't he have like the highest Instagram following out of like any other contestant ever? Yes. Well, right now he's at like 2.1 or 2.2 million, which is absolutely ridiculous considering he was on the show one time and wasn't even a lead. He was just a contestant. Like the people who are those kinds of numbers were either leads. like Jojo, I think has 2 million. Colton has, don't quote me on that. That might not be true, but Colton and Cassie are up there. Jojo has a lot of followers. Nick has a lot of followers, but he was on the show like five fucking times to get it. Like every single time you get, every single time you go on, you get more followers. So the fact that Tyler was a contestant on a show one time, and got that amount of followers was absolutely insane. I yeah. think Tyler didn't want it, though, at the end of the day. And that's the only reason why they wouldn't have picked him. Because if they picked Tyler, like, I feel like every girl in America would lose their minds and be obsessed with watching this show. Yeah, same. That's kind of why I was more leaning towards that. He kind of had, like, remember Peter from... Um... Peter W. Was it Peter W.? From Rachel season? Yeah, like, and how they didn't go with him. I feel like he kind of brought that factor, too. Like, girls were literally, like, throwing their fucking panties at him, and they just chose not to go with that. Where I feel like that's kind of the guy that you envision as the Bachelor, the guy that, like, you can only dream of having, not, like... I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm signing up to go on a TV show to meet a guy, like, you better be, like... an incredible like dream man fantasy like that's what I think the show's supposed to be but they've kind of lost sight of that and they now they just kind of they they value like I guess storylines more than like attainability I don't know if I'm like words I don't know I I think Tyler didn't want it though like I think Tyler used this as a jumping off point to actually try to be like a real model but you know since the show like since you know Peter was announced Mm -hmm. and we've all moved on I've kind of really not loved 
Tyler. Like, I feel like I see through him a little bit and I think he tries a little too hard to be perfect all the time with what he says. Like even little things like how he would like tweet about cheering Hannah on during dancing with the stars. Like I, that's really nice. And I was doing the same, but I just didn't buy it from him. Like, I feel like he was doing it because he felt that people would like him even more for saying things like that. I feel like he's in a weird situation though because it's like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like yeah. if he didn't cheer on, if he didn't say anything about Hannah throughout all of the Dancing with the Star stuff, I think people would be saying the opposite, just being like, oh well, what a jerk. You guys, you had this relationship and I thought you guys were friendly and supportive of each other and now you're not even mentioning her while she's going on to like win this on national television. I do mm-hmm. think people are holding him to an insanely like he was the golden boy of Hannah's season and he was edited in such a way where he truly appeared to be such a genuine like perfect person and then I think as we like learn more about him he's just being held to such a high standard that is just unattainable by any normal human like at the end of the day he's a guy who went on a reality tv show and got super famous for it and then started fucking models like what don't like <laughs> That doesn't make him life's pretty crazy, isn't it? <laughs> person, but like truly happens to the best of us. And wouldn't we all, if we were yeah. in, like, if we were all Tyler C, like, wouldn't we be doing the same? I don't know. I feel like people have held him to such a crazy standard that like, Oh, this man like has to be perfect. And he's not like, he's just a person. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything else? Like, so are you, you're, are you looking forward to Peter's season or not? Moral of the story. Yeah, I mean, it's my busy season, so <laughs> I'm, like, kind of, like, oh, God. We're all, comes. like, well, it's our job, so yeah. we'll be there Monday night. Yes. Um, I think it'll be good. I don't – I'm trying to go this season unspoiled, so I haven't read any spoilers or anything, but I've seen a lot, a lot of tagged spoilers on the Reddit page, so I think a lot goes down, like, towards the end with, like, the final three. So even though I think he – is a boring person I do think it's going to be a pretty interesting season no and I do think the season matters less about the lead and more about who they get on the show so I think we're in good hands this season but with spoilers I mean I'm not going spoiler free only because everyone ruins it for me every single season just doing what I do like even I'll be, because I write a lot about the show, I'll be Googling certain things or researching things. And some sites will just put it as the headline, like this person wins. And I'm like, cool, thanks. Ah, wait, that's so not okay. Colton season, I think my own followers ruined it for me. And I was like, oh. the more I, I couldn't even respond to them and like yell at them because then it highlighted it for other people who didn't see the comment. And I ended up just having to delete all these people's comments. And oh my God. I'm just like, it's not in the cards for me to not know who wins. So I'm going to know who wins. But I think I have this theory about reality, Steve, and spoilers that I think people change their tune once they know who wins. And then they pretend like they didn't read it. Like, I feel like... What do you mean by that? Okay. I feel like people walk around and say, I think so-and-so wins before that person gets any type of narrative on the show because they read a spoiler and I'm just like and I just think I just see right through it like I remember I feel like it was um it may have been next season where it literally like episode one like Vanessa's barely in the show but I believe and 
don't quote me this I I may be telling this wrong but I think reality Steve had a spoiler out already that she won and people are like oh yeah definitely Vanessa Vanessa's going all the way and I'm like based on what like you're just saying that because you read a spoiler and I and maybe maybe not you know she was a obviously a good contestant that did go all the way but I wonder what was this like a switch recently well I don't know I mean there was a whole thing with um everyone was saying Hannah G was gonna get picked on Colton season and then obviously didn't I don't know yeah or like okay I mean there's some other factors with this but so reality Steve had Tyler first as winning I think right yeah yeah and then switched to Jed Right. And then the news came out about Jed's girlfriend. And then all of a sudden, everyone, instead of just, like, they went from saying, oh, yeah, like, I think it's Jed. I think Jed wins, to, oh, I think she deserves to be with Tyler. Like, I just, people are allowing, like, all this outside information to really help decide what they think about things, where I would love, love to just watch the show and make a decision based on what I'm shown. Because I suck at choosing who has the connection who should win. And I would love if like outside factors weren't influencing my thoughts because they, they influence mine too. Yeah, I know. And then watching the show, knowing who wins or who's even like top two and stuff, it does kind of, I think, taint or change the viewing experience. I don't know. I'm trying to go on spoils for as long as possible this season. So like, let you know if it, if it's better or worse. Sometimes I think it actually enhances the viewing experience. Like with Ari's season, I thought my viewing experience was enhanced knowing how all that shit was going to go down at the end. But then I was obviously spoiled for Hannah's season. I was spoiled for Colton's season and it was just like, it wasn't as exciting. So I'm trying to make it as long as possible this time, but I don't know. Do you think, final question, (laughs) do you think Hannah is actually going to in any way be involved? Actually, oh wait, I don't know. Do you, are you spoiled already? So I wrote an article that included spoilers, but I haven't, is, I don't even know. Does he, did he pick someone? Is it over? Like it's over, right? Uh, yes, I think it's over. Yeah. I think they, they end filming, I think around like, like before (laughs) Thanksgiving, I think usually. I don't know who wins. So I'm, I'm technically unspoiled, but I did write an article that included spoilers. So like, but honestly, if I don't see like the face to the name, the, it's just words to me. Like that's true too. Yeah. We don't know these people yet. Really. Yeah. That's so I, I would say, yeah, I'm unspoiled right now. Um, no, I think the Hannah stuff is such BS, but I think it's, I'm so here for it. I'm here for it too. I'm here for, obviously, I mean, at the she said it I, and logistically I'm thinking about it. it's like she was on Dancing with the Stars that whole time and one Dancing with the Stars it was obviously like actually practicing and like doing like and I, I don't think she would do that I think they're just like blatantly lying to us to, to make stupid people think it's happening when we're all we're all too smart for that but um yeah I would love if maybe like later on down the line, like after the show was over, after it inevitably doesn't work out with whoever Peter picked, that they end up together. That could be a beautiful love story. (laughs) I would be on board with that. I think they were good together. Um, Yeah. And I I totally agree. Like I, I want to see the Hannah stuff unfold, but I want ABC to know that we know what's going on. Like we're just watching it because it's entertaining, but don't think for a second that we actually believe that Hannah's going to join the season and stand yeah. in a freaking rose ceremony. Especially, like, her whole brand this year has been, like, I don't need no man. And then yes. 
And then what? Oh, she's going to go on another guy's season and beg to compete for his heart? Like, I don't think so. After they after they fucked in a windmill four times, I do not think so. Yeah. Do you remember on JoJo's season when Jake Pavelka came night one? I actually didn't watch JoJo's season, and that's really? the tea. Oh. I know, I know, I know. I suck. Oh, no. You don't suck. But, <laughs> but Jake Pavelka shows up, and... I was like, they didn't tease it ahead of time. They just teased it the night of. And I was like, what? Like, what is he? Like, it actually got me. And I'm like the biggest skeptic ever. And apparently, of course, they're like family friends. And he shows up, walks out of the limb, and he's like, I just want to wish you good luck on this journey and leaves. I'm like, God, I fucking hate you. I know. ABC needs to stop doing that. And I'm fine with promos that are like very teasery and like dramatic like I get it you got to get people to watch but the blatant lying is really hurting my soul like with with the weird frankenbiting like I'm blatantly gonna change what you're saying right now in this promo versus what you're actually gonna say in the show versus what you probably actually even said in real life because none of it's true it's just the blatant lying has got to go i well, it's TV clickbait, and it's such a clickbait's such a problem on the internet. But for for some reason, it's like totally acceptable on TV. Like when they show a door slamming and Peter's in the van, and he's like, "That's it, I'm going home." But in reality, like some loser guy that we don't even know his first name goes home in that episode. Like it's not, it's not the same. Which I yeah no, it's not the same, and it's just whatever. I guess yeah, it's it's not illegal to like lie on your stupid. ABC promos, but you know, it really just like grinds my gears. Yet here we are every Monday with our glass of wine glued to our television. So like, I don't know. We're just victims of this situation. Well, thank you so much for your time. I loved chatting with you. Um, Is there anything else you want to plug or talk about before we go? No, I mean, just follow, if you guys are interested, want to follow She's All Batch on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter, definitely a lot smaller on Twitter, but I, I kind of live tweet a little bit there too. So definitely check it out. Um, and yeah. Okay, great. Guys, definitely check out the Instagram She's All Batch because it's so freaking funny. I'm obsessed with it. Like my friend sent it to me a year or two ago being like, wait, you need to follow this Instagram account. So yes, I love it. Yes, I love it. so much, Stephanie. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Jackie. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey guys, the holidays are right around the corner and I know the perfect gift to give all of your wine lovers this season and it is a Wink subscription. Basically what Wink is, is a wine subscription service where every single month they send you four bottles of wine based on your tastes and preferences, which is amazing. If you are intimidated by the wine aisle at the grocery store or your local liquor store, this is perfect for you and the best part is with the code bachelor blab you get 40 percent off your first order so basically you are getting four bottles of wine that are normally retailing for about 15 to 17 ish dollars for 40 percent off which makes them like eight or nine dollars so move on up from that yellow tail and get a better bottle of wine more suited to your tastes by going to www.wink.com w-i-n-c and using promo code bachelorblab to get 40% off your first order. And by the way, even though Wink is a subscription service, there is no pressure to continue using the service if you don't enjoy it or if you want to skip a month or anything like that. So so if you want to get 40% off four bottles of wine, just use code bachelorblab at wink.com at checkout. And 
once again thank you guys for listening to another episode of Bachelor Blab. Later on this week, we have guest Tajwan from literally one episode of Colton Season, but then she really made her mark on Bachelor in Paradise. And I am so excited to ask her so many questions just trying to figure out what was going on on that beach and why she was acting the way she was. So make sure you guys don't miss it. That's going to be later on this week. And as always, follow Bachelor Blab on Instagram. It's at Bachelor Blab. And then follow me on my personal accounts. It's at Jackie Maroney underscore on Instagram and on Twitter. And thank you so much, guys. I will see you again in a couple days. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.